What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another podcast here for the, uh, what are we calling this thing? We're calling it the Media Pass Podcast. Um, yeah, we're diving right into the first ever podcast on this, I guess, account. Um, this is interesting, and I'm going to try and do it all in one take because I really don't feel like doing any editing with these podcasts. Um, it's really just going to be a stream of consciousness at this point, and then if I end up having guests on, you'll really just be uh, an insider, a little fly on the wall for a nice conversation. So, that's kind of what I'm going for, um, and I do apologize as well. I realized this with my uh, my first little trailer teaser thing on the uh, on the account there. Uh, the microphone I'm using is directional, and brief pause because there's an airplane going overhead, and I'm not sure if you guys can hear that. I, I don't know. I don't think so. I've got headphones on, so I, I'm kind of like monitoring the audio, but I don't hear it. Anyway, uh, it's a directional microphone, which means I can go into the right or left ear depending on where my mouth is in relation to the microphone so if i do this kind of thing like you can see it kind of shifts over and i do this like asmr thing and then i can go to the other side of the microphone as well i hate that effect i wish i could turn it on to like a mono kind of thing but i have not figured out that setting so we're going with it anyway yes yeah okay all right i'm horribly off topic here but i figured what we would do for the inaugural podcast since I don't have a, a guest lined up or anyone else to kind of have a conversation with me uh, I figured it would be best to look at my first ever professional I will say professional but I'm going to call it semi-professional but my first ever paid photo shoot with a client and a car on a photo shoot me with my camera doing my stuff so I you know it's a bit uh well long-winded to say the least, oh, oh man, I'm going to ramble on on these things so much. But um, looking back, you know, the, I have all the photos saved on my hard drive somewhere, tucked away, of course, always make copies. Um, I do save raw photos of the images that I've edited, and then I also save the edited version, just in case I want to go back and revisit it at some point, but I delete everything else. A um, little pro tip there for you. But I am having to look back on my Instagram here. I've just got the photos up in front of me. Um, and if you're listening here, I know I can't do video at this point, but if you want to follow along and see the photos that I'm looking at, uh, you got to go back to August 4th, 2020. That was my first ever photo shoot. Uh, and it was, I guess, into the COVID environment, I think, because I remember when I first showed up for the photo shoot, I'd been texting or I guess DMing this guy on Instagram, uh, getting him out for a photo shoot. Uh, his handle, actually, if you're listening to this, is Panda XF. 82. Um, yeah, so he happens to own an M4 F82 variant. Um, and yeah, we've been chatting. I think his car is beautifully set up. He's got some BBS wheels. It's blacked out. Everything is carbon fiber or black on the car um, and not much else or either maybe a little gunmetal accents in there as well. But it's a fantastic looking car. Um, and luckily, you know, I've, I've been able to kind of remain friends and have a relationship with this guy uh, on the side. So we've had a couple of shoots you know, in the past, but, uh, you know, nothing lately. And that's kind of on me because I haven't been taking as many photo shoots anyway. Uh, chatted with this guy and I remember first showing up wondering if I needed to wear a mask or not. And he wasn't wearing one either. So it was kind of like one of those things, but that memory sits in my brain pretty vividly. And then the rest of the shoot is kind of fuzzy. It's a little bit black and white. And then there's some gray areas in there, but, um, yeah, I mean, for a first photo shoot, I think it, we did pretty well. Um, so I'm going to talk about like the pricing and all this kind of stuff and yeah, like how the shoot went. I'll try and keep this brief, but yes, if you're following along August 4th, 
2020. I got to pull it up on my computer, but you could scroll down on your phone. Um, yeah, and I think Spotify lets you play music in the background, so you could probably listen and look at the same time. But yes, um, I remember this shoot being kind of good. It felt like I was rushed almost the entire time, uh, which in hindsight, this was shot in the middle of summer, so days are long, and I think we started well before sunset and then shot all the way through sunset till, you know, once the sun dipped below the high rise and we kind of grabbed our last couple of photos and ended there. Um, but primarily it was a static shoot really close to my house. And I think he was coming from Chino Hills, which if you know, kind of that Southern California region, um, you know, that kind of like puts a point on the map for you. Um, and I'm in Anaheim. So we kind of found a place in the middle. Um, not going to reveal this photo shoot location. I know that's super scumbaggy and I have my own opinions on that. And there'll probably be a podcast at some point talking about whether I think that's uh, kind of an annoying thing to do and if you know if it's a public location shouldn't it just be shared as public info but you know some of these spots that are closer to my house for one I don't know people are kind of weird on the internet I am as well um, but it'd be kind of weird for people to just like backtrack or hang out at locations expecting to find me and I'm not a big personality on the internet but I don't know just the thought of it's kind of weird but then the other thing is like you know some of these spots that are lesser known quieter um yeah and i i, I kind of like to keep them that way and then the third thing which here i'm already getting into this whole podcast topic but uh you know there'll be another another segment on that at some point but um no yeah I, it depends i'm there and i just take photos but there's some people that will do burnouts and maybe destroy property and all that kind of stuff so for that reason i feel like i have some sort of obligation to keep some of these spots private um you know if i either own know an owner or something it's just not my information to give out. But either way, getting back to the topic at hand here, this first photo shoot, um, I, I remember it going very well. And I think the photos came out decent anyway. Um, this is when I was kind of like first testing the waters as a photographer. Uh, 2020 is really the year that I started. And I think it was maybe like June or so that I actually ended up buying my first camera. Um, found a really good deal online, A7R Mark II. That's another whole podcast topic at some point um, and the first lenses that I bought and all that kind of stuff, which is kind of cool. I'm looking forward to actually vaulting a lot of these stories away so I can maybe listen back to kind of how the career developed. Um, but yes, on this shoot, I primarily used that same camera. It would have been the A7R Mark II, obviously a Sony camera. Uh, and I think the lens, the main lens of choice was the 50 millimeter uh, F1.8, which is also the Sony version. It's this cheap little plastic one. I think I bought it used for maybe $150, $175. Uh, and of course, bought the camera used as well. And you're seeing kind of the photos on screen, if you're looking at them, that you can achieve with such a simple and cheap setup. And I think a 50 millimeter is a great focal length for a, especially car photography, but, uh, you know, it's just a great starter lens because the photos you can get are super great. You know, if you're shooting on a f1.4 or f1.8 lens, um, you're definitely going to be able to shoot in low light. So it's a lot of great advantages, I would say. Um, it's just a good lens overall. Um, yeah, so looking back at a lot of these photos, I think one of the main critiques that the client had for me was some of the colors maybe looked a little bit off. And I think there's a little bit of personal preference, you know, in what he liked as opposed to what I liked. Uh, I think he ended up warming up a lot of these photos, which... In my opinion, I actually prefer a cooler image, uh, but I do realize now looking at them, like some of the backgrounds uh, and the mountains and some of the sun, maybe it was just a little bit too orangey or like oversaturated, which I think in the moment was probably what I was going for. But uh, me being colorblind, maybe I didn't pick up on like the subtleties of the 
images being too red or, you know, some certain aspects of it. But either way, I think they turned out pretty good. Um, so yeah, just to walk you guys through the shoot here. So we showed up first location, uh, is kind of off to the side of this bridge spot that you're seeing here, um, in a lot of the photos, which I think is where we got our best shots, but showed up there, grabbed a couple photos, which I don't think I even posted any of those in initial ones. Uh, it doesn't look like I did, but, uh, yeah, we just kind of like wet the water a little bit, a little bit of small talk, a little bit of chat, which is something I like to do anyway. So if you're meeting on a, a Photoshop shoot, uh, and maybe this is your first time or, you know, a couple times down the road, I would say start, you know, pick a, pick a, a meeting time that's maybe 30 minutes before when you think you should meet. Uh, and that'll help you just kind of like get any small talk out of the way, get your camera gear set up, make sure, you know, if they're traveling a few minutes late to the shoot, or if you're traveling a few minutes late to the shoot, just kind of adds a little bit of cushion in there. It's just a, you know, kind of a good thing to do. Um, but yeah, pretty simple shoot though. So we got the small talk out of the way, framed up the car in a couple different positions, uh, and started snapping the shutters. I had a buddy on the set as well, um, for the idea of possibly doing rollers, although we didn't do too many, uh, rollers. And I think that's probably a good thing. You know, just focus on getting some quality photos that the client actually paid for. Um, and then the roller stuff was kind of like an added bonus. It's like, Hey, I'll have a buddy on the site. Um, and if we can try and grab a couple of shots on our way in or out, you know, definitely doable, not necessarily how I would structure a shoot today. Uh, knowing what I know now about photography and paid shoots and whatnot, you know, and I think a lot of people expect or want and seek out rolling shots. Um, so I would say, you know, I kind of build that into the schedule now at this point, and I'm a little more efficient with kind of how I do things on site anyway, um, that I know I can grab, you know, a certain amount of photos at certain amount of locations and do it in a certain amount of time. So yeah, kind of bake that in. Um, and I guess we can, you know, I can maybe hop on with a guest at some point and talk about what is the creative process on site. Um, mine probably varies from others. So, you know, it'd be good to get that insight. But yes, anyway, looking at kind of my first post from August 4th, I got a nice little like front quarter shot here. I got the wheel, obviously nice BBS wheels on there. I'm not sure what the style is, but they fit the car perfectly. And I've seen a lot of cars run this, especially BMWs. Um, made sure to frame a little bit of the M4 in there. And then I was just getting sun flare after sun flare, just beautiful shots. Um, I'm not sure if that had to do with the lens I was using. I don't know if I've really replicated sun flares like this in the in, in recent shoots. Um, but I definitely help think it helped the time of day anyway. So that first shot was kind of like a little bit of sun flare there. And I think I might've actually photoshopped a little bit of that in as well. Uh, but I think it pops. I think it looks good. Um, second shot and, you know, and looking back at these, man, it's like, maybe this is the Instagram progression compression that I'm looking at. Um, but they are, there's, you know, there's like a level of sharpness that I think modern lenses have or more expensive lenses have. And I'm, I'm looking at this 50 now and it looks like a bit soft maybe even, or I don't know, maybe I'm like missing a little bit of like tack sharpness and there's a little bit of aberrations here on like the highlights in this second photo. But overall, I mean, I, I'm looking at this shot and I, I don't really see anything wrong with it. I lined up the center of the road, the line of the car with the roundel and the center of line of the car. Um, so that was kind of perfect. I got this bridge handrail on both sides that kind of like directs your eyeballs straight. I mean, there's a lot of about this second shot that I looking now, I'm just falling in love again. Um, I think the sun in the background is like the right hue. It, it's really cool. Maybe I would darken the road a little bit more, um, to kind of like further draw your eyes up, but it is a black car. So you don't want to take away too much of that. And 
There's a little bit of like contrast stuff that you can include in photos as well. So your eye naturally goes to either the brightest or the darkest part of the image. Um, and it's kind of all about directing the eyeball. So by having a bunch of blank space up top, um, you know, it kind of pushes your eyes down, I would say, um, to focus on the car and I, you know, the car's in focus. So it looks great. Um, here I am chatting, chatting up my own work. Good job, Dylan. You really crushed this. I don't know if you could hear the clapping. I was clapping under the desk. Uh, yeah, but either way, you know, it, it looks pretty good. It's a good shot. Um, I think if I was to do this again, I would probably, you know, do a lot of the same and maybe try a couple different editing styles. I could see doing like a night edit of this. I could see throwing maybe some clouds in the sky in Photoshop. Um, or you can even like map this thing on, on a different planet even. You can make it look, so there's a, you know, this is a very like versatile photo. I feel like you could push the colors a lot of different directions. Some photos don't have that. You're kind of locked in. It's like, well, how can I salvage this image? Whereas this one, I feel like it had a lot of room to grow. Um, and I'm realizing now I'm just like talking about an image, but if you're not looking at the image, you know, this podcast, not maybe not the best one for you. Um, but let me just, you know, keep walking you through the process. So yeah, um, I snapped a bunch of different angles. We really didn't focus too much on interior. And to this day, I prefer the exterior shots better. Uh, I think you can get a little more creative with it. So unless you have a model, um, that's kind of my opinion. It's like, you know, a couple shots in the interior, if they've got some carbon bits or maybe some like accent work or, you know, there's something that they want a photo of specifically. Um, yeah, maybe we'll pop open a door and take a couple photos, but most of the time I'm looking for more of the vibe these days. Uh, and if I can frame a car between some palm trees or something, I feel like that just looks better. And even if you do have a model, like a more recent photo I took uh, of Lindsay Brewer, which was a really great shoot. She's an amazing person, a lot of fun to be around. Um, really kind too. I mean, unbelievably kind. Uh, but yeah, she wanted some photos and she's got a convertible Audi R8, which makes a lot more sense to shoot kind of interior shots, especially if a model is kind of like spread out across a seat or two. It just kind of framed up a little bit better. So yeah, that's kind of my philosophy anyway. So I grabbed a couple shots here. Yeah, you know, one of the other things that I highlighted here was the stick uh, manual. Obviously, it's a, a six-speed manual, which I feel like in this modern day should be called out. So I grabbed a, a quick photo of that. Um, really simple shots, though. I like the bridge stuff. So we framed the car up a couple different ways. And uh, this is a quieter location, I would say. Uh, not too much traffic on this bridge. Um, so generally you can get away with framing a car, blocking two lanes like we've done here. And there was enough room on either side to where if there was the occasional passerby, um, there's enough room to squeeze a car by. Uh, and in general, I guess how to treat those situations is I would say, um, it, maybe acknowledge that you're in the wrong by blocking lanes of traffic. So if this is ever, is ever you on a shoot and you really want to shot at a specific spot, my my overwhelming um, kind of like philosophy with this, and I think it's worked best in the past, uh, is just to kill them with kindness. And I think that's probably the best way to go about it as opposed to like being entitled to the spot and saying, well, you don't own it. You know, you're not, you know, you can't kick me out kind of thing. Because nine times out of 10, you're just going to piss someone off and you're going to like do a, a, like a power check anyway. And then you realize like, okay, yeah, they do have the ability to call a sheriff or some sort of like, authority figure to kick you out. And then, yeah, it just doesn't end well. So I would say kill them with kindness. Say, hey, you know, we're doing a little photo shoot. Apologies for the in inconvenience here. And in most cases, you know, they maybe get the phone out and get a little story of you or a photo or something so they can chat about it at dinner. Um, and yeah, most cases I get like a smile, a wave and yeah, that's cool. Keep on it. And, I, you know, it helps that you're, if you're young anyway, you know, kind of like 
you're a young kid pursuing a passion. I think people really enjoy that in and of itself. So anyway, um, yeah, that's kind of how you handle if you're blocking some traffic there and just try and make it, you know, possible to move the car quickly if, if you do need to as well. Um, yeah. And you don't want to create like a safety hazard either. Clicking through the rest of these photos though, I got like this, a rear quarter shot, um, really just testing different angles. And I thought this one looked cool looking back at it in hindsight. Cause I know I absolutely jumped into Photoshop for a couple of these photos. I'm surprised I didn't flip the little BBS logo on the wheel so that it read upright. Um, that kind of blows my mind, but I'm staring at this now and it's upside down. That really bothers me. So I feel like there's about a, a lot of stuff like that, uh, like simple stuff where like I absolutely would address that in a, in a shoot today. Um, but yeah, kind of went overlooked back then. I think it was probably, you know, you're moving quick. You don't notice these things until, you know, you've had a couple of shoots and you're comfortable on site. Um, but yeah, yeah, just kind of testing a, a couple different angles here. And then one of the things, which this is probably my favorite photo of me <laughs> of all time, partly because you can't see my face, but also, I don't know, it just like capsulates me at the peak of what I'm doing here, which I think is really cool. So it's this top shot. If you're looking at it on your phone or computer or iPad or wherever, uh, top shot of the bridge that we were shooting on. I got the car framed in the middle of the road. It is slightly off to the left. I'm realizing, but I, that, that didn't really stop us back on the, on the day of the shoot. Uh, and it's me like, I don't know, 50 feet away with my camera and I'm sitting on the ground taking a low angle shot. And it, it just like, it's framed so well. Uh, I really appreciate my, my buddy, Nick. Thanks Nick for uh, grabbing this shot. He actually ended up bringing the drone out. Uh, so I think there was a couple of shots that I used from him, but maybe not posted all of them, but this one, it just popped. And then, you know, I threw a little color grade on there and dragged in a little bit of like a graduated filter from the top. So you can get a little more lift on the highlights there. And it just like kind of mimics the sun creeping in. But uh, this shot is a 10 out of 10 for me. And I think it might even still be on my website here. Let me take a check here, but yeah, absolutely. You know, shot variety, if you can kind of like jump around, get different angles, it's always good. You can never go wrong. Uh, but then on top of that, you know, if you have the ability to get a drone out, uh, definitely do it. Um, I think, you know, it's, it's probably, uh, they're just unique angles. You know, I don't feel like people really capture drone shots as much and yeah, I'm something I'm going to keep doing. I have now the DJI Air 2S, I believe it is. It's a really nice drone. The video footage is incredible. Uh, but it takes really decent photos as well and DNG, so you can kind of like move them around a little bit with the colors. Um, so yeah, maybe I'll do another segment on that. I, I do plan on doing a YouTube video at some point. Who knows? Who knows? With my work schedule, I really, I just, <sighs> finding time to shoot, man. I need to do more of that. But anyway, drone shot came out really good. Love it. Um, brief pause real quick while I make sure the audio is still recording. I see the red light. Yeah, we're good. Wow, it's been 19 minutes already. Um, but yes, cool. So that was kind of like the first segment I posted. Um, and then the next slide that I posted really was just one image, and that was a rolling shot. So this was, I think, technically the first roller I had ever done, or the first dedicated roller. Maybe I'd been in the backseat of someone's car once before and snapped a shot, but this was like the first time I ever pulled out the camera with the intention on a photo shoot. Of taking a rolling shot and i actually think it came out pretty good um i do remember this sec section of road that we were on for one it's a freeway so finding space without cars in the background was kind of a challenge 
Um, but the road, you know, I prefer to have like a darker asphalt road below. I think the photos just look cleaner and cooler in general. Um, this one was not so, I think it was like cement. So I had to doctor up the, the road a little bit, just drop it down in Lightroom. But it, it just, those kind of things require so much brushing in Photoshop or Lightroom or whatever you're using. Um, and then, yeah, kind of the polarizing work could, I think maybe be a little bit better and the angle, um, but not bad. You know, I think we pulled off a pretty decent image and I may have been standing out of the sunroof of my car. Although this looks like a little lower of an angle, uh, but passenger seat for sure. Um, yeah, grabbing this shot came out pretty good. I'm looking at it now. Not, not too shabby Dylan here again, pat on the back, old Dylan doing a decent job out here. Um, yeah, no, it's an amazing it's amazing to look at the comments too. Like some of these guys, I you know, I still know I've had the ability to meet these guys and some of our like past teammates and friends. Um, but yeah, cool, cool story behind that shot. Um, yeah, I like that. And you know, there was another rolling photo, which I don't know if I ever posted it. Um, I'm just looking at the third set here. So here's another one. Um, still got my, 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 my buddy here uh, in the driver's seat of the car, I framed it up on the road and I just grabbed a quick shot. But cool angle thought i'd include it uh the foot pick classic foot pick all right if you're just listening to this you're completely lost but let me see if there was the other rolling shot oh in fact yeah so if you scroll up if you're looking at this on my instagram anyway august 18th how does that work wait august 18th 2020 oh the other one was august 4th uh august 18th 2020 is the other set that i would say i posted um it has like a really ugly looking roller at the end not sure why i ever included that and the first shot was from the first kind of like meeting location where we broke the ice a little bit still a little too sunny out for a photo shoot so i you know i don't know i included them anyway um let's see here further up we go in the feed oh wow did i really not post that rolling shot man there's no way for me to show you guys too so i did have a, a another one another one had another rolling shot that i guess i never posted but came out pretty cool it was like on a back road maybe i'll post it should i post it today what's today today's date may 18th it's not even like a two-year anniversary or something i don't know maybe i'll dig through the photos real quick and uh if i can find it on this podcast maybe i post it and I'm just now seeing another one. If you're on Instagram or whatnot, August 23rd, 2020, it should be a Corvette photo. But probably my second like dedicated rolling shot ever. Um, but these these came out pretty good too. Yeah, damn, I'm impressed with myself. Ah, I gotta get back to these days, man. This was so much more fun. Um, I don't think I have the correct um hard drive plugged in but let me go over to my amazon drive uh that's another thing too you know not only do i save everything and store it all away on a physical hard drive which now at this point i've resorted to just like sticking them in plastic bags so that they don't get dusty um and just throwing them on a shelf but i also save everything to amazon drive a little bit of a less popular choice but i like it you can save unlimited photos if you have amazon prime um and then like a hundred and something gigabytes of video so i figure yeah why not do that so i'm just pulling them up here uh i got the amazon drive link open and i'm seeing the photos now let's see if these are post worthy got the spinning wheel oh the wi-fi in my room man but yeah no overall i think it was a good shoot um okay so it's not really much of a roller but it's his car on sort of like this open road honestly this shot it bangs dude these are nice. I shot these out of the sunroof. I know for a fact I did. 
uh, and I like directly back angled. You know, these are sick. Maybe I post um, one or two of these. Ooh. All right, the third one hits. The third one definitely hits. I'm surprised I didn't post this. Maybe I had planned to before, but um, that's a cool photo. I like that. Uh, you've probably seen it if it's been included in like a reel or a TikTok at some point, but I, I do quite like this, um, and it should be posted. Anyway, I digress. Ah, oh, man. But yes, yeah, so let's talk about the financials of this shoot, because this was my first ever photo shoot, and I was trying to actually like gauge. Uh, I was chatting with the owner afterwards just to see, like, you know, I sent it him, how many photos is this? It's 68 photos. So I sent him 68 edited photos. Um, and yeah, so I think I charged him $50 for the photo shoot, which I think is like a fair starting point. Honestly, if you're going to do a couple shoots for free, that's totally fine. And I think it's a good way to like learn, work your way around a camera, uh, and get comfortable with the idea of like being on a shoot, you know, establishing a workflow of like, okay, you go home, you throw the SD card in the computer, you edit some photos, you know, maybe you take a second pass at them the next day. You know, just uh, with a clear head and fresh eyeballs to see, all right, how do the colors look? Is it playing well? Uh, and if you're happy with them, export and then shoot them off to a customer. So, you know, it's like a good way to sort of test that whole workflow. And then kind of once you're comfortable with that, you can start charging. And I can, I think you naturally will find a price that people are willing to pay. Um, but at this point, you know, I was just thinking like 50 bucks, let's try a shoot. Um, and I followed up with him afterwards. And I, I don't know, I mean, yeah, he may not have like... I don't know. Maybe he was safeguarding like future photo shoots or whatnot. But uh, he said $50 was like the amount he would you know, probably spend on photos like this if he was to receive them. I have since charged quite a bit more for photo shoots and people seem to be completely happy with that and continue to, you know, book shoots, you know, again and again. So I don't know, you kind of have to like find your value, see what people are willing to pay. Uh, and the only way to do that really is just to you know, either accept or decline business. And it, you know, it's a pretty simple process. And you know, another thing that my dad taught me, he's a, uh, kind of like a private practice owner of him, his, his own. So, you know, he sets the pricing, uh, and his philosophy there is you only have a certain amount of like jobs you can take in a week. Uh, so if you end up at this point where you are overbooked and you literally cannot book in, you know, more photo shoots cause you don't have the time or the open capacity to edit all of these things and get them back in like a reasonable time frame just raise your price. Um, naturally, you're going to have some people drop off, but you're going to raise your price and lose maybe like one or two or however your scale is set, you know, a couple of clients. But at the end of the day, you're probably still working, you know, you may be even working less, but the same amount maybe, and you're making either more money or the same money if you're working less. So it's like you can naturally find your price point. But yeah, I, I understand, you know, it was a bit of an intimidating thing quoting the first price. Um, and you know, just gauge the feedback. If they say, Hey, whoa, that's a little too high, you know, talk them to it's at the end of the day, you're providing value. You're providing a photo shoot. And if they're reaching out to you for that photo shoot, you know, you should be able to charge, you know, a little, like I would say a fair price for your work, you know, and the more you work you do and the more clients you have booking shoots, then you can kind of bring that price up a little bit. And as the quality comes up as well you know, you can justify higher prices and people will be willing to pay more or less either, you know, if they're friends and they feel like helping you out, uh, if you have really good work, um, you know, that's probably the, the biggest thing is if you have a really highly sought after work, uh, you can start to charge those higher prices because people just want to photo shoot with you. Um, so yeah, either way, you know, I still do free work as well. 
I kind of want to throw that out there. Um, I well, I, had, I don't do much of any work right now because I have a full-time job and it's hard to kind of balance the two um, on top of like social life and whatnot, and which I feel like is degrading a little bit, but that's a whole different podcast. Um, but yeah, I, I still do free work on occasion if it's for friends or, you know, if I have shot with this person in the past and I, I you know, I feel like handing them a free shoot or if, you know, the other thing too is like, if I don't feel like I can commit to a full photo shoot, but I really don't want to say no to the business, I'll say, Hey, yeah, you can have me for 30 minutes to an hour. We'll just go find a couple of places. Maybe we hang out, grab food after kind of thing. So it's more of like a friendly relationship kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I'm still happy to grab a couple photos and as long as they're okay with like a super flexible time frame for when they get the photos back, you know, you know, that's, that's kind of an easy one to do pro bono. And yeah, some of it's content for you too, which I don't ever let people like dictate your pricing, um, by saying, you know, Hey, this will be extra content for you. If you feel like it's a good idea to shoot with this individual, then go for it. Um, but otherwise, you know, if they're just kind of like bumming photos off you, feel free to draw a line. You know, you, I would say in general, try not to piss people off, but you may have to piss a couple of people off in life. That's, you know, that's just the reality of it. Uh, and it comes down to like knowing your worth as well. And I think, you know, there's probably a better way to negotiate that as well. Like if they're really just using you for photos, just have that conversation. Just, hey, hey, you know, it cost me X amount of dollars to buy this gear, you know, to, to work my way out to a shoot. If I'm doing rollers, we got to you know, get a driver, uh, and it's a lot of time to edit these photos and just mentally, you know, I'm not booking other shoots. There's all these kind of things. So it's like, Hey, I'm going to start charging you X and Y. And if that's out of your price range or you're not comfortable doing it, then, you know, I'm afraid we might have to split ways a little bit and they'll either be okay with that and pay you and like to keep the relationship going, or it might just be, you know, time to say goodbye to that customer. But you know, that's a, it's a decision you have to make. And yeah, I guess, value, weigh the, the factors. I don't know. Anyway, um, well, that pretty much wraps up my first photo shoot ever. I mean, it was a good experience. It was a couple hour shoot, um, kind of just gauging the client's willingness to stay out as long as uh, the sun was out. So I think we got some good photos. I think the client was happy. Um, and I guess we have since booked other photo shoots, which maybe we can chat about at some point too. But yeah, um, you know, that's typically a good sign that... Uh, they like the work, and uh, I guess the vibe was uh, vibe was good on set. Which you know what? Before we end this thing, I want to throw in a little note on that as well. Make sure the vibe is good. Try not to be overly stressed or to have a bunch of different people on site, and it's just like a headache. You know, you got a bunch of different moving parts. I would say take a relaxed nature. If you know, kind of vibe off the customer or the yeah client a little bit. Um, you know, and see what level of you know small talk and chit chat they're up open to, but just make it a comfortable place for them to be. And yeah, I think the rest kind of takes care of itself. Just be fun and enjoyable to be around. And generally, in my experience anyway, that's kind of the best way to go about it. Um, and now I'm distracted, but I am looking at these BMW M4 GT3 photos, which were kind of my first photo. Well, not my first, I'm getting carried away here. I was working for the company at the time. So we had a little bit of an indoor access. Anyway, looking at these photos, they came out money and it reminds me of how much fun I had taking them. I don't want to get back to that. So either way, you know what? We're going to end this podcast here. I hope you guys enjoyed, found it maybe a, a, like somewhat helpful, get my perspective on my first shoot ever. I would like to do a video, pretty much exactly what I just filmed. It would be great if I had a video uh, at the same time, you know, 
I don't know, baby steps. But uh, yeah, hopefully you found that helpful, kind of walking through my first ever photo shoot, and hopefully that helps you on your first photo shoots, or if you can relate, um, you know, that's uh, it's all good. But uh, yeah, this has been my first ever Media Pass full-on podcast. I hope you enjoyed. If you feel like sticking around, definitely feel free to follow. I'm um, not sure if you guys are aware, I have YouTube and Instagram profiles as well. So yeah, check me out on those. Obviously, we just reviewed a photo that I posted on Instagram, so if you're sticking around, um, yeah, I don't know. Thanks for coming this far into the podcast. And I also, you know, the last thing, if you made it this far, drop some sort of emoji in the uh, in the comments of that photo or any of those photos. That'd be kind of cool to see uh, how many of you guys are actually, well, one, sticking to this point in the video or the podcast or whatever you want to call it, um, but also... How many people are actually like out in the internet finding this podcast? I have no idea how to run a podcast at this point. So yeah, um, this is all new to me. But anyway, we're going to end it there, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed listening and I will talk to you guys in the next one. Have a nice day and go take a photo of a car.